Hi, and welcome to UFO Party, an X-Files podcast. I'm Erin. I'm Julia. And today we are talking about season four, episode 14, Memento Mori, which is a pretty jam-packed, exciting episode. Exciting? Well, exciting, okay, I should say eventful. (laughs) Yeah. I'll say eventful. It's there's sad a as lot fun. happening. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Very sad. Yeah. I am drinking this tea that I don't know if they're actually marshmallows in it, but like when you like the loose tea leaves have little things that look like marshmallows and it smells like candy canes and marshmallows and just like Christmas. But it's actually like not that sweet, which is kind of weird, but it smells so good. Does it have marshmallow root in it? Maybe. Maybe. It smells really good, though. That's good. Mm -hmm. And I have my electric blanket on because it is literally like 60 degrees my house because um, it's impossible to heat this place. So, yay. Yeah. I need to get a new one. And then I've been trying to find like a, a weighted and heatable like eye mask just Mm because I don't know I think I'm either just getting dizzy from being alive or like um like cyber sickness from looking at a screen too much because I mean I don't know because it happens when I eat also but I just get like really fucking nauseous and it's annoying but I yeah. just want something warm and heavy on my eyeballs, and I can't find one that's not like a hundred dollars. Oh my god! Well, if you find one, let me know because that sounds so good. Yeah, my eyes like have been hurting me lately, yeah. and I so I like was not wearing my contacts for a couple of days to see if it was just like that my eyes were like dry or tired or whatever. And I was wearing my glasses and then like the last couple of nights when I've been driving home because it gets so dark so early, it's like already dark when I get out of work and I have been getting like, I feel like I can't see like, yeah, it's really disorienting and I don't know if I'm like developing astigmatism or something like, I don't know what's going on. Tried to call my eye doctor, can't get an appointment for like over a month so I'm like great cool (laughs) I think I might be going blind but okay yeah um but I feel like a warm heavy compress would be really relaxing so let me know if you find one yeah like I found one that looked nice but it was like 50 bucks and it's sold out everywhere but I also found like these heatable like stuffed animals (laughs) Mm-hmm. And they were so cute. They had a koala one, but I don't, I feel like that would make me overheat in a weird way. But it was so cute. Yeah, so. I was gonna say like sometimes if I don't have a heating pad or like whatever, I just fill a sock with rice and heat it up. And I wonder if you could have someone like sew an eye patch, like you know, like an eye mask shape yeah and just fill it with rice because then you could just throw it in the microwave and it like stays nice and warm and you can put like lavender oil in it and stuff and it makes it smell good like the problem I have with those is they don't either get hot enough for me or stay hot and then it's like wet and I don't 
like that feeling. Yeah. Because okay. I that's fair. I've had like the ones with beans in it and stuff. Um <clears throat> and I just I can't do it. I don't know. Yeah. But I'm not supposed to use a heating pad anymore. So huh. annoying. <laughs> Let me just get well. skin cancer. <laughs> All right. Should we get into it? Yeah, I'm tired. I literally slept from like three till six. <laughs> oh my goodness. Yeah. So Well, let's do this and then you can go back to resting. I'm gonna stay cozy in bed and probably read my book a little bit and drink some more tea yeah and um all right let's get into the episode so we begin this episode with scully who is basically writing to Mulder, um talking about how she's feeling um given the news that she has cancer and she is staring at a an MRI. I mean, it's an X-ray, but that isn't correct. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Like, I don't um, think a massive cancer would show up in an X-ray, but it's definitely an X-ray as opposed to, like, an MRI. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, interesting. Didn't they have, like, an expert that they were consulting? Was she just there for, like, one episode? Maybe. She already left. She was like, actually, I cannot stand you guys. You don't even listen to me. Um, (laughs) So, yeah, she's looking at an x-ray of her, of the tumor that's in her head. Um, And she's talking about how she basically feels like time is, like, passing by her really quickly. She is, like scared and nervous but also like kind of talks about like not wanting to leave Mulder and I don't know very sad very sweet um basically her diary is just like full of poetry like on her downtime Scully's a poet apparently <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah and so then we go to uh Holy Cross Memorial in Washington where <clears throat> Oh, I just like lost my voice for a second. This is weird. Um, <laughs> where Mulder is coming to visit Scully and he brings her flowers <laughs> and he's like, I stole these from some guy with a broken leg down the hall. He's not going to be able to catch up to me. Yeah. I was like, That's amazing. I really appreciate Mulder this episode because I feel like it's such a sad episode and it's such a heavy episode that his quirks and like little jokes are really important. And I mean, I guess that depends on how Scully feels because it can go either one way or another. Yeah. Like, that's fair. When I tell someone something and they joke about it, I'm just like, all right, cool. Obviously, you don't fucking care. So you can just like go away. <laughs> I can yeah. make jokes about it. You can't. Um, that's true I feel like she seems receptive of it though like I think she like especially because that's how Mulder is all the time like I don't think you I don't think he like means it like it's not serious I think he's just like it's Mulder yeah um but 
Basically, she tells him that she has a nasal pharyngeal mass and that um, Mulder is the only one that she's told so far. Um, And she's like that there's a really slim chance of survival if the tumor grows into her brain. Um, And Mulder's basically like, I don't believe you. No, we can get a second opinion. Like, you're going to be fine. And it's just like in complete denial. Yeah. Um, We talk about this in school a lot because people think that, especially when it comes to medical stuff, like death is like a failure and that there has to be a way to like medically fix everything, but there's not. And that's fine. Right. Like it sucks, but... And like if she's trying to come to terms with it, you shouldn't be like, no. Yeah. Like you should let them feel however they're going to feel without like just talking over them, I guess. And like I think statistically it mostly only happens here as opposed to like other countries. Yeah. Because we just like put so much money into um, not actual healthcare, but... (laughs) doctors um but yeah sometimes it's not meant to be fixed and that's okay it doesn't mean that anyone failed it just there's not a medical miracle for everything so right yeah and like i think that scully is just trying to be okay with whatever happens and like make the best of what she's given and Mulder is basically just like no, like we need to try something, which like, yeah, maybe getting a second opinion is a good idea. Maybe like there are avenues that like you can take, but like ultimately that's up to the person. And I think Mulder's kind of just being like selfish in this where he's just like, um, no, you can't leave me. So we're going to figure this out. And she's just kind of like, I've already accepted this. Like, no. Yeah, your but, um, your cam froze for a little bit to the point where like you kind of looked like Leonard Betts. Oh, cool, fun! Yeah, like you were all pixely, but everything was like weird red skin tone. <laughs> like mm, very cute. That's cute. Yep, that's not scary at all. No. <laughs> so Scully goes on. She does tell Skinner because I mostly because of like probably work related things, but well, she also um, wants to like I guess not research it but dive into it because it's happening to other women like the women that she met that claim to have also have been abducted and like all had their little chips in a bag or in a jar Mm -hmm. so she wants to pursue it through what'd she say the department of justice rather than like personal reasons right yeah so she basically tells skinner that she like wants to continue to work as long as she can yeah that she wants to investigate what's going on yeah, because it's um, not just her. And it's like right. a very rare form of cancer for like, what, 11 women to have, like, kind of all in the same area. Yeah, so they go to see uh, Betsy Hag... I think Hagopian. Hagopian? Okay. They go to see her. She was one of the people that Scully had previously met in Allentown, Pennsylvania, um, who ran the the MUFON group of women um, that all had cancer. They get there, but they find that Betsy has actually passed away a few weeks ago. 
and they ask if they can still like come in and check out the house and stuff they do and Scully has like a flashback of the meeting yeah um and seeing like all the women that were there how they all like held up their like chip thingies yeah um Mulder finds that someone is using her phone line um because it's like a busy signal and they're able to trace the call back to a Kurt Crawford who was basically like downloading like hacked into her computer and was like downloading files so they go to find him obviously but he is claiming that he is also part of MUFON I think and updates them that all of the women have died except for one who's in the hospital right now Um, Mm -hmm. her name is Penny Northern and then she was the one that was telling Scully that she was comforting her when they got abducted. So that's uh, a lot. But yeah, he yeah. is also scared that like the government is dangerous and is like covering it up and trying to keep him. So he is scared. <laughs> right. Yeah. And like Scully doesn't really um, buy this because he like when they went to go find him he started running um and so Mulder and Kurt both are like the abduction is related to your cancer and you know the government is behind this and all of this stuff whereas obviously Scully is a skeptic so she's like um no I don't think so um and she just doesn't really trust Kurt Crawford at all because he ran I think and because it is kind of sketchy and they have no way of backing up the information that he is giving scully decides that she is going to go visit peggy penny (laughs) i yeah (laughs) i literally wrote down peggy and didn't realize it until the very last sentence and then i switched all the ones that i could find to penny but that was the last one i think that said peggy thanks yep we're doing good (laughs) At first, she doesn't really want to go visit her because she's like, Mulder wants her to. And she's like, what are we in? Like, I don't want to talk to this woman and who's like dying of cancer. It's just going to make me sad. Like, I don't want to do that. Mulder is like, well, if you're not going to do it for yourself, like do it as like an investigative point, at least. Yeah. So she does. And when she gets there, she realizes that Um, Penny has been receiving treatment from a Dr. Scanlon and um, that he believes that he has isolated where the cancer is coming from and that he probably would have been able to save Penny and maybe Betsy as well if they had um, caught it sooner. Yeah. While she's there, Mulder and Kurt are checking out Betsy's house and going through the basement with all these files. And Mulder finds that all of the abductees were childless, but they all were being treated at a fertility center by Dr. Scanlon. Scully calls Mulder to get her her overnight bag um, and call her mom. And she decides that she is going to go ahead with treatment. So Mulder leaves Crawford in Betsy's house with all of the files. Yeah, except when Mulder gets in the car and leaves, we see this, like, huge line of cars behind him, like, also kind of pull up. And I think 
were expecting them to follow him, but they mm-hmm. just like pull up to where he is and then go inside the house. Um, but one of them has the uh, the needle point uh, mm-hmm. stabby thing, and they go to the house and they kill Kurt, and I guess get his body. <laughs> like what? What do they do? Um, they take on people's faces. They- more liquidate him i don't know yeah but then they like go around with his face on yeah right so um as far shape, as Mulder not knows, really shapeshift but yeah as far as Mulder knows then it's still uh kurt himself but it's not mm-hmm. kurt was an alien the whole time because the stiletto thing only works on aliens scully's mom comes to the hospital and she is <laughs> she's pissed very distraught. Yeah, yeah she is angry and distraught and probably not angry but scared i'm sure um yeah. and well, just emotional she already lost one kid <laughs> right and her husband um so i'm sure she doesn't want to lose another one but also again the whole cancer seems like a doom sentence um, right probably isn't helping so yeah, yeah she's um, real mad <laughs> yeah and she's I mean, she's mad that Scully didn't tell her right away. So basically, Scully's like, I'm going to go through with treatment. I, like, you know, I, we have it under control. I didn't want to scare you, so I didn't tell you until I knew. But this is what we're going to do. I'm going to be okay, basically, yeah. trying to, like, reassure her mom. And then she keeps writing to Mulder, which is cute but sad. More and poetry. <laughs> more poetry to Mulder. And is basically just, like, talking about, like, that she hopes that he like continues on without her and that he continues to like do his work and um like continue the x-files and you know stuff like that and just it's sad because obviously she's writing it for when she's gone Mulder sneaks into the center for reproductive medicine when he does that he finds that Crawford has followed him um he's like trying to hack into the system and then Crawford appears and at first Mulder's like pissed because he's like you disappeared with all those files like I've been trying to call you where have you been but I forget what Crawford even uses as an excuse he's just like I'm here now no big deal right sorry yeah I mean I think he's more so like oh I've been like trying to keep on the run and they're after me and blah 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 like something along those lines but I mean I guess Mulder accepts it because then they try to start hacking into the system to get the information and they eventually do but again he doesn't know that it's not the real Kurt so this is bad news bears Mm -hmm. and then Scully has a really scary nightmare of a drill coming at her head like, well, she began, like, chemo and radiation, which looks awful. <laughs> mm-hmm. Looks really awful. But I think after that night, because there were, like, so many things close to her face, I can't tell if it's a nightmare or, like, flashback from abduction. Probably a little mm. bit of both. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. Good point. But the, it's just, like, this spinning little drill, like, coming close to her, the bridge of her nose. Mm-hmm. And it's awful. Yeah, and then she wakes up to Peggy comforting her, um, and she's like, it's okay, like, Penny, (laughs) 
can we just change her name? I think her sure. name's Peggy now. Okay. I'm sorry. No, it's fine. Her name can be Penny. Penny. <laughs> Penny. 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 Okay, I got it. Fine. We're only halfway through the episode. Her name's Penny. She's comforting her and um, basically just like, I don't know, telling her that like it's going to be okay and that like the chemo is like the worst part of it, but that she's going to She's going to get through it. Mulder goes to meet with Skinner and he asks Skinner if he can uh, basically make a deal with Cigarette Smoking Man because he knows that he, well, he correctly assumes that Cigarette Smoking Man would be able to help because Cigarette Smoking Man is very powerful. And Skinner refuses and says um, that, like, basically, you, like, can't make a deal with cigarette smoking man he's dangerous and like there are other ways to go about it um he says you can't ask the truth of a man who trades and lies i got so hyped at that line i was like (laughs) man that is good aaron's joining the skinny train facts (laughs) it's been the truth skinner oh Oh, my my goodness (laughs) um so of course Mulder goes to the next best thing the lone gunman. <laughs> yeah. Um, and asks for their help to break into the research facility um, to see what's going on. And he's like, pick out something black and sexy and prepare to do some funky poaching. <laughs> Great. What? I mean, um, this is why they're here. They're yes. the very obvious comedic relief that um we all need because they also just still get shit done so (laughs) yeah i love it so funny um funky poaching (laughs) i don't even know what that means i don't either because all i can think about is eggs right yeah um i mean i guess they're hatching a not hatching chicken like a, a fertility clinic then like that kind of weirdly makes sense it's just not <laughs> right okay all right you see the, the dots i'm connecting of. okay yeah 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 cool i get it um <laughs> but yeah so cigarette smoking man is in Mulder's office when skinner goes down there and um Basically, Skinner does exactly what he just told Mulder not to do, and he's like, I, "Like, can you please help me?" And blah blah blah. And uh, cigarette smoking man replies, "I'll have to get back to you on that one." He sucks. Um, but also Skinner calls him basically the devil because cigarette smoking man is like making fun of Mulder's office and. Skinner's like at least he doesn't have to take the elevator up to work or something which like he does he's in the basement but he's like are you trying to imply that I'm the devil he's like yes because I see (laughs) you um but yeah and then so he leaves and he's like Mr. Skinner which way is the elevator trying to make like a little joke because Cigarette Smoking Man's kind of funny, actually. 
people don't really get his sense of humor, but he's pretty funny. I think he thinks he's funny. And that's what he leans on. But he's just rude. <laughs> mm-hmm. And this is why he has no actual friends. Yeah. Yeah. Mulder. I think I'm going to get something mixed up here. Um, ba, ba, ba. Lone gunman. Uh, okay. Yeah. So um, inside of the facility, that's where we are. Um Mulder finds that Dr. Scanlon works with a bunch of clones of Kurt Crawford. Yeah. Um, and they want to stop the project that created them because we find out that they have been all when when all of these women got abducted, they harvested all of their eggs basically and left them infertile and also with cancer and they did that in order to basically make a genetic hybrid, um, alien-human hybrid. Um, and the Kurt Crawford clones want to stop this because they're like, they basically want to save the Scullies and the other, well, they kind of too late to save everyone else, but yeah, they want like to... S- sad about them yeah, not being able like, to be like actual mothers yeah he's like there are still our mothers which was sad and then Mulder takes scully's eggs and leaves but as he's leaving he is hunted down and almost dies because the gray-haired man is there and he is able to escape and he goes back to the hospital where he finds scully in penny's room her name yeah. Penny. <laughs> Got it for the end. It's all good. Yeah. Um, but it's a very sad scene, and Penny dies, and Mulder and Scully hug in the hallway, and yeah. Scully says that she wants to continue to try to fight, and decides that she wants to go back to work. Um, so Mulder calls Skinner to tell him that Scully's coming yeah. back. But also, does Mulder kiss on, kiss Scully on the top of her head in this scene? Did um, I make that up? I, I thought that this think was you their made first. It up. I, th- I think they might have. Uh, oh. oh, he's like comforting her. I thought that he kissed her on the top of the head what the heck i don't know he might have been smelling her head maybe he smelled her head i don't really have anyone that is short enough that i could smell their head you could stand on a stub stool then just sniff them yeah what about your cat all right hold on i am gonna look at all these fucking mega fans reviews of this because they would never miss this yeah i mean i know the season that they had their actual first kiss but i don't want to say it for um yeah ruining (laughs) which is also still a disappointment all right well you know (laughs) if no one's gonna share this fantasy with me i'm just gonna say that it happened i also think it's really funny that so Mulder like is oblivious and obviously Scully was giving these letters to Mulder 
thinking that he would read them when she dies, not right away. And he basically was like, oh, I got your letters. And she's like, you weren't supposed to read them yet. Like, (laughs) that's embarrassing. And then she's like, so embarrassed. But I think it's really, really cute. Um, I really like that scene. But yeah. Yeah. So we close off. I guess we're not going to take a break because we're already done. I don't know. I mean, I can always just make one. Okay, cool. Um, yeah. But yeah, so Mulder calls Skinner to thank him for his advice. And he's like, I think you're right. We we shouldn't deal with cigarette smoking man. And he's like, there's always another way. Yeah. And then <laughs> Skinner hangs up the phone and we see that cigarette smoking man is in the room with him. Yep. Whoop. So there's that. I... Okay, well, first of all, what do you think about this episode? I mean, it's important. But this is when, like, I think maybe the original lineup of episodes they were going to do maybe would have made more sense. Because Mm -hmm. I think having this directly after her finding out about having cancer would make way more sense than the tattoo one. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's almost like it was like a little break in between and then, yeah. okay, we're back. <laughs> but it like took a dive in seriousness that I think is odd, like oddly placed. And I think it maybe would have held more water if it was right after because I think people you know going week to week your attention span is not like as high as like binging it so i don't know i think it would have been a little bit more impactful but it's still a good episode and it's important but i think it's also hard because we know how things unravel (laughs) so it's hard to be like oh my god it's stressed out like right this is what I'm experiencing with Dexter because obviously, I mean, I know there's a whole other new season, so I know nothing crazy is going to happen, but it's still like really fucking stressful because I don't have any clue about anything, but definitely with shows that are this old, it's, um, I think, easy to get lost in the not nostalgia but like we know common sense wise that like nothing happens so yeah um would have been way more (laughs) like serious watching it for the first time like when it aired because you have no fucking idea yeah um i agree i think there's a lot of things in this episode that they could have done better but at the end of the day I think that it is well first of all I honestly think this should have been a two-part like I feel like there was so much that was just like skimmed over and like there's so much happening all at once that like it can be confusing especially if this is not your 10th time watching this episode yeah um it's not as in-depth as other things that they put into two parts Right, but it's a more important storyline. So I'm just like, I feel yeah. like but they like this should is, have fleshed it out a little bit more. This is when I think Chris Carter sucks sometimes because he like mm-hmm. sucks when it comes to Scully. Yeah, 
which I mean, even just down to like Dr. Scanlon, we totally, that should have been fleshed out more, I think. Um, yeah. And the clones and stuff. Like, I think that that all could have been done much better if it was a two part series yeah. um, or two part episode. Yeah. I really think that both characters, and this is more so on the actors than it is the writing, I think they both um, did a really good job about, like, getting into character for this. Like, I think the way that Mulder was, like, uncomfortable and, like, kind of, like, trying to joke about it and just, like, didn't know how to comfort Scully is exactly, like, who Mulder is as a character. Yeah. Um, and I think that like Scully getting frustrated because it's because things are out of her control and wanting to basically like guard everyone else, not tell her mom, not tell anyone. Like even when she tells Skinner, she like immediately is like, I hope you know I'm only telling you this on a professional basis. Like yeah. you know, doesn't want anyone to feel bad for her. It's just like I I feel like that is very much Scully and like Jillian Anderson does a really good job at like really getting into character. Yeah. I mean all of the time, but this episode I feel like really just like it's like okay, yeah, no, these are like established characters right now. We know how that they would like how they would act in pretty much any situation and this is exactly how both of them would act in this situation. Yeah. Which I appreciate. Um well, a she lot. did win an Emmy for this episode so <laughs> oh I didn't even know that she won best actress and then the episode also won an Emmy for outstanding art direction for a series wow yeah so yay <laughs> um I really like this episode in a lot of ways I wish they had done it a little bit better but also um i think that is purring so loudly that i can hear it from my desk because he is humping his blanket oh my goodness yeah can you stop can you let it go no okay great (laughs) oh my god sorry um (laughs) that's okay um yeah i don't know fucking crazy scully has cancer yeah you got any fun stuff you got any not so fun stuff yeah i mean we talk about memento mori a lot in school because it has a lot to do with victorian death photography which i did a a whole dang project on um but basically memento mori is like latin for remember you will die um, which is why they would take death photography to begin with. Um, there are not ghosts in it. <laughs> That's uh, just some weird, you know, Victorian folktale thing. Um, boop, boop. This is the only mythology episode by Vince Gilligan. So I think that also... Um, says something there was definitely something else um there was a scene with scully's brother um but it was cut 
for time. Hold on. I know I like read something else about it. I just have to find what episode it was on. Okay. Um, so a scene with Scully and Bill Jr. was cut due to time constraints. The scene was significant for several reasons in that Bill Jr. voices his displeasure or rather what he believes to be his parents' displeasure about Dana choosing to be an FBI agent instead of a doctor and that now she has paid for that decision with her cancer. And he also indirectly blames Dana for the death of Melissa. And he finally mentions their other brother, Charles. Wow. But like, this is when they should have just made it into two parts because that had no reason to be cut. That's like pretty important, I think, for character development. But yeah. Okay, Chris Carter. (laughs) Um, Also, they were supposed to kiss. I just read that. <laughs> you did? Yeah. Like when you said it, I was reading it and I was like, yeah, so you're right. Yes, but it was deleted. But I really feel like they did kiss. I don't know. I maybe I was just so excited that I literally like made it up. I don't know. Um, but we were supposed to get it. Yeah. It says in the original version. He kisses her forehead and then her lips, and they hug and she walks away. And the aired version just has a kiss on the head. So you're right. Okay, I'm glad I'm not crazy. But also, like, <laughs> what if they kissed? I mean, they needed like, to. Actually. They should that have. so nice. All right, I'm yeah. reading this episode three stars because could have had a kiss no kiss so there's a lot of episodes where they could have they should have done (laughs) every episode could have had a kiss i I know that's so frustrating um but yeah i have another fun one okay um so kurt crawford is actually the name of Chris Carter's contact at the FBI, who he checks facts for accuracy with. <laughs> oh. Yeah. So, cool. Okay. Yeah. I mean, it's... I feel like most um, FBI agents depicted in shows kind of act the same. Like, I don't know, the one in Dexter definitely... Reminds me of Dale Cooper in Twin Peaks. And then I think, mm-hmm. not that this is like the same level, but just kind of like the seriousness yet like goofiness of all of them. Like they all just have like these really weird synchronicities. And I think, I mean, I guess it has to be some part of the FBI. That's <laughs> three for three. Yeah. So. <laughs> Everyone knows the FBI is the goofiest of all of the branches. Yeah. Yep. The F stands yep. for funny. So. Yeah. Just some funny goofy guys. Yeah. Funny bimbo investigators. I fucking wish. <laughs> that would be amazing. Um, do you have anything else? No. Are you ready for Call next me week? Me either. Yeah. This is a Jew one, so <laughs> Happy Hanukkah. Oh yes, yeah, so does Hanukkah. Hello. I don't celebrate, <laughs> but okay. 
Um, so season four, episode 15 is called Kaddish. Um, it is a monster of the week episode. Oh, great. <laughs> a hate crime leads to a disturbing series of murder that may involve a being from Jewish folk. Nope. Jewish folklore bent on revenge. Bum, bum, bum. Jesus Christ. Should we even Ooh. do that one, Dernanica? Is that going to be offensive? No, it's fine. I, I say don't, it's fine. <laughs> I don't trust the X-Files to do this correctly. Um, I mean, Jewish folklore is, like, wild. Like, I know there's a book. Um, Hold on. I have to look it up because it's, like, Lilith's book of Jewish folklore, campfire things. Lilith's cave, Jewish tales of the supernatural which I want to find and I want to read because the whole entity of Lilith is Jewish anyways. But apparently um, Corpse Bride is based off of like a Jewish folk tale and Tim Burton just deleted every part of Judaism out of that, which is super cool. But it's like um, this guy that's about to get married has like a bachelor party and they're like drunk and in the woods and practicing like his like putting the ring on the wedding finger and it's a branch that looks like a bone and he puts it on and then this like lady comes out but you know (laughs) no credit so and like the whole dybbuk box is a jewish thing um i know we definitely had a episode about oh my god what are they called not gremlins (laughs) I don't know. I know if I wasn't thinking about it, I could remember the name, but some like weird creature thing. And I I know they've done an episode on it and I believe it was done pretty well. So Mm -hmm. I don't know. As long as it's not awful, then maybe. But I'm also going to have to look up what this thing is because it's going to drive me crazy. Maybe Jewish cryptid? Um, golems we totally had a golem episode can I find it in time oh yes Um, the myth of golem originates in the idea that human beings might be able to form living creatures from clay just as god made adam blah blah oh yeah maybe we haven't gone to the episode yet but i know there's definitely an x-file episode that has that in it maybe it's literally this one (laughs) maybe i guess we'll find out yeah so all right um all right. And as always, you can follow us on Instagram and Twitter. And you can like and rate us on Apple what do you say? <laughs> on Apple Podcasts and Spotify, maybe. You can't rate us on Spotify, it's just Apple Podcasts. Well, if you could, I hope you would. (laughs) But 
Um, and you sub- you can subscribe to our Patreon for only $3 a month. Yeah, the new episode's up, finally. Yay! Yeah. What else did I miss? <laughs> um, we have a merch store where you can buy mm-hmm. stuff, especially for, hol- yeah, Hanukkah. Let's, let's fucking go. Um, <laughs> <laughs> if you Hanukkah are merch. a Patreon member at the $7 level, you have a coupon code that doesn't expire and you can use as many times as you want for 20% off. Um, so that's good deal, fun. good deal. Yeah, and if you don't, oh my god, I have to burp. Okay, um, if you don't want to pay for like a Patreon fee, you can give us a one-time donation at our coffee, um, which is on all of our link trees. But yeah, we just would like you to share our podcast because I saw analytics and we have thirty listeners, and that's it. <laughs> Yay. Which makes me really sad. So thanks. Oh, well, I love all 30 of you. Yeah. Goodbye. <laughs> <laughs> okay, um, stay stay. Oh, wait. I forgot another fun fact. Oh my god. This was um I think it went from script to production in like three days. Which wow. is crazy. And then it Pretty was good. filmed around the same time as the movie. Oh. Which means maybe our next Patreon episode will be of the X Files movie, the first one. That'd be fun. Yeah, we'll we'll workshop it. Okay. Anyways, we're done now. Oh. Okay. <laughs> All right. Bye. Wait. Stay safe. <laughs> oh. And stay spooky. Okay. Goodbye. <laughs>